2018 coming to a close, huh? It's about 3 p.m. here in Hawaii, so I know some people are、uh, getting after it on the East Coast and、um, you know, West Coast are preparing, and、um, it's a moment to look back on your life, I guess. Yeah,、um, I guess I'll talk about my 2018 since that's what everybody's doing.、Um, March. Yeah, March timeframe. I went to Arizona for the first year of residency. You got to go through like four years of residency, generally speaking.、Um, I bought a new place. Um, um, right now, going through consolidating like my whole entire real estate portfolio assets. I don't kind of like the way I structured everything. So I've been going through the process of selling everything, and I'm gonna start fresh. Um, with what I know now, because、uh, I was really、uh, just kind of amateur level buying property and you know remodeling it and selling it and you know just、um, kind of whimsically doing it. So I think it's、uh, better I restructure the way and I re- hit that restart button with regard to real estate. So that's been a big transition in two thousand and eighteen. Um, I've been talking to like some local businesses here in Hawaii. I'd like to be involved with some kind of、uh, a partner or manager or something. Put、uh, local brick and mortar type of business under my belt.、Uh, we'll see what happens. Two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. What else did I do this year? I restarted my entire social media life. I think I came back on to social media like、mm, April or something. Um, I felt like I needed to reset on that too.、Uh, I was getting like kind of toxic. I would、uh, look at like comments and like I would look at videos and、uh, watch everybody argue about like especially a lot of political shit. Like I would really get into、um, how people would see things.、Um, Donald Trump said this, and people are like, "Yay!" and he said that, and people are like, "No!" and Some senator did this, and people are like, "Yay!" and other people are like, "No." So it's uh, I, re- I went down too many rabbit holes. Um, to delete your social media, you gotta be off for two weeks, completely off, and then they、uh, finally delete it. That's how long it takes to completely, I guess, wipe you out of the system. I think they know people will come back. You'll log back in, and then oh shit, it doesn't. It gets deactivated instead of deleted, right? Um, I did my two weeks. I kind of enjoyed it. Uh, I think I went like six weeks. I went much longer.、Um, I had to change my mindset and、uh, treat social media as a tool instead of like going down deep as a political rabbit holes and, and watching and laughing and people argue with each other. Jocko Willink has a quote.、Uh, he used to think that、uh, social media was about me, me, me. But、um, when he started posting and realizing the impact he had on others, 
it's actually like a wee 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 type of thing. Um, let me see with you and everyone. Uh, when you see someone in a gym and they're getting after it, uh, they graduated from college or something. They're traveling, uh, doing a business deal. Maybe they closed on a new real estate deal and whatever people do that uh, is inspiring. Uh, that inspiration can be turned into actual action. So um, social media, I would argue, is a good thing um, if you put on that lens. But um, I didn't realize that until this year, really. So I got super sick on Friday night. I woke up Saturday morning feeling like dog shit. So if I, <laughs> if I sneeze or cough or anything, uh, I apologize. Um, today is the 31st of December and um, it's the societal look back on the year, right? Um, I'll get into more depth. I generally went over it. Um, I have some questions here queued up, but um, I don't know if I'm going to get into it depending on um, if I run out of shit to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm not editing uh, any coughs or sneeze out, so just say bless you and I'll just say, I'll wait like a second and say thank you. And uh, so it doesn't get awkward in here. Um, yeah, some kind of pharyngitis or something I have. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I haven't been sick in a long time. Uh, you might hear fireworks. I think you just heard that firework. Uh, it's going to get crazy in like six hours. So I wanted to get a podcast out now. I'm headed to Waikiki. As I always, when I'm in Hawaii, if I'm not, if I'm in the country, on the state, in Hawaii, Waikiki Beach is my go-to I uh, usually park at the zoo and uh, sit on the beach. Last year, I ended up with um, these Germans and we were like singing. They were teaching me words and we like did this German dance thing. It was, uh, it's easy to embed uh, on New Year's. Um, yeah. And just watch everybody party. It's crazy. Um, what else is happening? The podcast is new for me. 2018, I started that. Uh, I said I wanted to do one like 2016 or something, 2017, but 2018 is when I launched this thing. Started on the 4th of July, so what is that? Going on six months or so. Um, I got through two remodels with real estate. I sold one, hoping for the other to sell. I actually got uh, like two or three more I want to sell. I upped my music game big time this year as well. Uh, Music's huge for me, right? Obviously, I play music on this podcast. I share um, music I think is cool, uh, music you may not think is cool, or some of you may think is cool. A lot of cultural music I play. I'll play some shit that's not even English. And, uh, yeah. Um, hopefully, the music choices resonate throughout the episodes as well. I like music from all over the world. I get songs every time I travel I just you know Shazam shit or I ask the artist like what's the name of it or where can I get your song or like what if they have a website or something I'll just you know 99 cents or whatever they charge for the song and then I'll just throw it on here um got my master's degree um yeah that was an absolute pain in the dick <laughs> uh head into headed into the second year of the doctoral program uh this is also a major pain in the dick Big up, you know, to anyone with their doctoral degree. What else? I'm just kind of freestyling. Uh, I went to a Sailor Jerry tattoo festival. I've been working on my new tattoo. Um, 
Yeah, I still think it's really crazy that someone will just walk into a tattoo shop during a festival. And I'm pretty sure some people were like at least buzzing or slightly drunk. Um, and point on the wall and say, you know, give me that. I want that. Put that fucking, I don't know, Popeyes on my bicep or something. Um, but hey, each to, each, uh, to their own, I guess. Uh, I'm not judging. I think it's crazy, but um, do what you want to do, homie. Uh, Johnny Depp had a quote about tattoos and bodies. My my body is my journal and my tattoos are my story. So, um, uh, Da Vinci or someone else had a quote. If you have a canvas paint on it or something, the body is a canvas. Um, do your work or something. I'm fucking that up. Anyway, yeah. Um, I met Dr. Jordan Peterson this year. We had a... Uh, that one was one for the books. We were able to sit with him and just kind of shoot the shit. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why he gets so much hate. I think he's, you know, pretty level-headed and doesn't have the type of vitriol that media says he does. Um, we weren't able to hang out with him for very long, but I don't get that he's like this right-wing Nazi dude. Um, I don't get that at all. Not sure how people get that. Um, also met Henzo Gracie at a Bellator event. That was cool. We talked briefly about why some chokes work better than others, and how some of the names had you know been generated and developed throughout uh, Jiu-Jitsu history. Uh, now that I actually articulate this year out, it's been a pretty busy year. It seems it doesn't feel that busy, but you know whatever. Um, I'll hit some places I traveled to this year after this song. Um, since we're celebrating the new year tonight, I wanted to put out a song that had like a, like a party vibe, but still kind of weird song. And, um, that's really what I do is like, what do I want to, what do I want the feeling of the song to be? And then I search through, um, kind of my iTunes library or... You know what I may already have in my head. Sometimes I'm driving, and the iPod's on shuffle. iPod. That's a. <laughs> I haven't upgraded to Bluetooth. I got an iPod, um, connected. You know, dedicated to my car. I call it the car iPod. So, that's uh, me showing my age. Fuck Bluetooth. No, I got Bluetooth uh, keyboard and trackpad. So, and the headphones. So, not completely, uh, but I won't do it with my car for whatever reason, phone to car. Not happening. Not yet, anyway. Uh, maybe someday in the future. So that's kind of how I, songs get to me and get to you via this podcast. Is Sometimes something will just be on random and they'll be like, Oh shit, that's a good song. Like, that's going on the podcast for this week or next week or whenever. So this song specifically, I wanted something... You know, kind of like a in your face, loud. Um, this song is called Banana Brain, and it's by a band, a South African band called The Antwoord. Um, so here you go, enjoy. <laughs>
you up huh when he yells turn up and then the fucking beat drops uh everyone like throw something out the window um yeah it's really like it pumped the song uh so now i'm hyped i'm still sick as fuck but i still want to throw something out the window um but a lot of shit in here is 
I guess I could throw something that doesn't really... I have a fan here I don't use. I just fucking chuck that thing. <laughs> the cops come. What happened? I don't know. He's a fan throughout. Broke the window and like, I don't know what happened. Now he's playing this weird fucking rap rave song. And <laughs> I think the guy's on drugs. Uh, go get him. So yeah. Uh, sir, you can't be throwing this shit out your window. Uh, yeah, it's, you can have it. You can have the fan. I don't care. Um... A line I like in that song, uh, he says, You're so cute like Pikachu, ain't no one so sweet like you. It's, it, that's really funny. It, it means something and it's super funny because he used Pikachu in a line. Um, Banana brain, you're the apple of my eye. I like that line as well. So, Ready for the new year now? After that song? Uh, me too. Alright, I'll get more deep into the traveling piece. Uh, kind of slow year for me, traveling-wise. Phoenix, we obviously talked about that, right? I had to go to Phoenix. I had a car, I rented a car, so I went down to Tombstone. Uh, and then I went further southeast into Bisbee. Um, I finally went to another island. I went to Maui. My uh, been all over the world, but I've never been to another island. Uh, which is kind of crazy, because you can get to another island for like, I don't know, $70 or something. But, um, I don't know, I'd rather, you know, travel somewhere far than another island, so. Yeah, been to Maui, drove around, you know, saw, did some sightseeing, uh, ate some food, the normal, uh, I don't know, Maui shit people do. Tokyo, went to Tokyo, that was cool, I was there for like four days or something, I forget. Um, yeah, all over Tokyo shopping and uh, just, you know, catching the train and going from city to city and eating and drinking and... Uh, blah blah blah. The reason for Phoenix is obviously because of the residency. Uh, it's a week long course, about ten hours a day. If you know you're gonna do that one day, just uh, prepare for a long uh, week in long days. More than ten hours a day, probably because you gotta add up the group and homework that's assigned. So uh, after class, I was there like seven a.m. or something, seven thirty. And we get out like five or something. You get a break for lunch and all that, obviously. And um, yeah, you'd meet in the hotel lobby, and uh, you know, you'd get like you know, people would eat or have a drink or something. And we'd have to strategize a presentation, let's say, for the next uh, day in class. So seven a.m. to five p.m. is just in class, and then we were doing assignments sometimes to like 11 at night in the hotel lobby so um if you're thinking about going down that path just uh prepare for that it's a mind fuck but you get to see people that, who have accomplished that and you know that it's uh, possible so if you just push through um it's possible so yeah, I gotta go back like two or three more times depending. Um, I am headed there in March of next year. So yeah, the reason for Tombstone is because I saw the movie Tombstone. And that city looks fucking crazy. Like that city doesn't look like it's changed since, um, you know, 18th, 19th century. Um, it's like a time warp. I put it on my uh, IG story. Yeah, but it's literally like you when people are dressed up like how like actual like people people not like characters like people are dressed up 
um, in like in a saloon and they're drinking and you know they're enjoying their retirement or whatever you know um, so it's a fucking fascinating town it's a really small town and um, there was a there was a vibe there where the locals um, kind of look at the tourists because obviously you can pick out a tourist and fucking taking pictures and that was a tourist there and I probably stood out like a sore thumb I had like my cowboy hat thing on so I tried to blend in but I probably looked like an idiot <laughs> and um, I, I gotta imagine that it's complicated from their point of view because on the one hand you, you want the tourism right you want the tourists, they want them to come in and buy a shirt or, you know, support that kind of town's economy. You want them to keep the people that give you a tour of the silver mine and explain the his the history of that town. You want all that. You want the money to be coming in. But fuck the tourists, right? Like, as the other hand, um, you have two sides to the coin here. It's like, oh, these fucking tourists are coming here and, I don't know, like, ruining the place or maybe they come into the bar and they cause trouble because they're tourists or maybe they treat people like shit because they're transient or um, whatever. Um, that's an interesting um, thing they must uh, try to interpret. I think Hawaii kind of has that as well. Hawaii has a you know, fucking ungodly amount of millions of dollars uh, tourism, but a lot of locals here are like, fuck this tourist. So... Um, I'm not picking a side. I, I just like observing it um, because there's pros and cons for both sides. It's hard to pick a side when you know the impacts of the other side can be detrimental to so many things. You know, um, Hawaii relies on that tourism money. And uh, yeah, that's one of the big debates for the Airbnb. The hotel, hotel tourism... Uh, has gone down because they're saying Airbnb is like screwing everything over. Yeah, true. Possibly. Um, uh, I don't know how I... I mean... Let them go. It's, you can rent uh, your bedroom out. You can rent... The way... So I pick a side on Airbnb. Fuck it. It's your house. You should be able to do what you want with it. I know they're gonna pass this law to have it hosted or unhosted and you have to define what hosted or unhosted actually means and um hawaii has an interesting battle with airbnb um but the other side of the coin is okay yeah people are here and they're not spending money in the hotels but they may be spending more money on the actual economy itself because their budget has increased because their lodging situation has decreased dramatically. So, I have to side on the side of Airbnb because it seems as though you're going to get more people here, um, get more people here who spend longer here. I, don't even, I wasn't even planning to talk about this. Um, yeah, I'll just cut it short. Airbnb, good. Uh, that's how I feel about that. Um, so, fucking, <laughs> Tombstone, that's what I was talking about. I went to Tombstone because I saw the movie and I saw pictures and I wanted to go to Tombstone. Um, it's a great movie. Um, it's a, it's a quotable movie. I'll throw quotes to people in text and, uh, they'll throw it back to me. And it's all in jest. It's super fun. If you haven't seen it, 
your homework is to go watch it. Like, you, you know, you have to go watch it. I think, you know, top 10 greatest movie ever. Um, as far as Bisbee goes, it's uh, Southeast Arizona. Doug Stanhope, the uh, comedian, he always talks about Bisbee and it being a great small town. So I, you know, fuck it. I was in Tombstone. I'll go down there. And as soon as you enter Bisbee, you see a sign that says Bisbee has the greatest weather in the world. You know, which is a bold statement. And um, it was an interesting drive because the further southeast I drove from Phoenix, the greener and cooler it got relative, you know, to the desert barren Phoenix. It's crazy, actually. Um, you drive it from an absolute flat desert, like just flat. And then it slowly starts turning into green, mountainous kind of areas as you drive. And when I get to Bisbee, it kind of has like this uh, feel like you left the country a bit. When you drive back from Bisbee um, up towards Phoenix, you have to go through this immigration checkpoint and they check your ID. And you see all the border patrol agents, you know, uh, doing their job there, you know, securing the land and <clears throat> doing their best. And... Uh, you know, I'm always looking for a great city where I can call home one day uh, when I'm ready to settle down, whatever settle down means, and, you know, find a new place to call home. Might be here in Hawaii, uh, might be another country. Uh, hell, it could be Bisbee. I mean, I don't know. Bisbee has inexpensive property, which is good. I was looking through some of the real estate there, like $50,000 get a place. Fifty fucking thousand dollars get a place. It's crazy. The place I bought uh, on on the northeast I bought it for $50,000, which is a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath. That's crazy. Uh, $50,000 in Hawaii gets you a car. <laughs> uh, you know? So, uh, it's interesting how, you know, states structure their property, how the market dictates, essentially, how uh, real estate goes. And, uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. You never know where life takes you. Uh, turn off your mind, relax, and float downstream. Uh, right, that's Timothy Leary, right? So just, I'll, go, I'll go with the flow. I mean, I never predicted where I'd be today. Probably you never predicted where you'd be today, right? You just kind of... Life seems to be um, preparation met with opportunities that present itself and the, and the choices that are based off of the preparation of your past. So, the opportunities that present itself, you can never foresee. So, it, it seems like we're just um, shooting in the dark based on how well we've prepared, right? Because you, it's hard to create opportunity, right? Like, you can say, I want $5 million in real estate, right? You can have portfolios and I want to cash flow all this shit. You could say all that, but you're going to have to meet with other brokers. You're going to have to do one deal, and then it's going to snowball, right? You might do another deal, and then you connect with somebody who wants to, like, partner on your third deal. And then he, like, knows a banker guy who can get good deals. And maybe you find another creditor who, who can give you hard money, and you could pay him back via refinancing properties. And you slowly build your network. And you have all these new opportunities now based on, you know, just a couple of opportunities that presented itself in the beginning. Um, 
and then fuck it, you get your license, right? And then maybe you become a broker, and maybe you own properties in multiple states, and you know all this shit. So you never really plan things out. So I like that uh, quote from Timothy Leary: Re- uh, "Relax um, and float downstream." Right? That's a good one. Yeah, um, what else has been going on? Um, New Hampshire, I like New Hampshire too, I was in New Hampshire. Um, but their property was much more expensive. Um, seems to be, you gotta find a place where it's cheap and cool. Um, one thing, cool like a, like a hip town, like one town that comes to mind is Austin. I've never been to Austin, but I know we had the Austin boom recently. Austin was a great little town where property was kind of cheap. And then a bunch of businesses moved in and the word got out that Austin's awesome. And then now it's ridiculously expensive, right? So if you can time a good town, um, I think that would be huge. Uh, another one that comes to mind is Colorado, right? There was some cheap property in Colorado. Um, they legalized marijuana and, uh, now it's ridiculous, right, to fucking live in Colorado. Um, so yeah, trying to find a, and, and Bisbee maybe one of those, probably not though, because it's so close to Mexico. Um, so I don't know if I'll, uh, if that boom will happen there. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Turn off your mind, relax, and float downstream. Uh, Yeah, that's what I want to stress there. Go with the flow. Things always tend to work itself out. Uh, So stress. Stressing in the moment might be useless because you stress out, stress out, stress out. And in the end, it'll work itself out anyway. You'll be fine. So if you have the knowledge that things will just work itself out, why stress out? Um, and that's a weird one. So yeah, things will work itself out, and you, I mean, there's no way to not stress, you're gonna stress, but like, stress to the point of, like, paralysis is ridiculous. You know, you're gonna have to stress out because, you know, you've got shit to do, you get bills to pay, you got people to care for, um, people rely on you, etc. So you're gonna have good stress. Looking into the new year, it looks like I got a lot to do in January, um, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but uh, just going off the top of the dome, son. I'm most likely leaving the country for a bit in January and then again in March. Obviously, Arizona again in March. Uh, I may have to go to Guam in February. Uh, We'll see what happens there. Um, I'll fit a couple of Asia trips in there as well. And then I have to go to Australia a couple times. If I can make time, I'm going to head to South America towards the end of the year. Um, yeah, hopefully you got some major plans lined up for next year as well. If not, you know, start making the snowball now and it'll grow as time and momentum uh, moves forward. One thing at a time and you, you, know, you just keep going like how I gave that real estate example. Uh, shit will just snowball. Uh, so whatever your New Year's resolution is, you know, just keep going and do all the things you want to do or are curious about. And um, 
yeah, one, I'll give an example. One thing I want to get into is sailing. Uh, I want to get like a sailing license or whatever you can get for 2019. So hold me to it. Um, you can get on my shit if I, you know, I'm not actively pursuing that. Yeah, so Happy New Year if you're into the New Year. If the New Year is just another day, then, you know, Happy New Day to you. Uh, we're super <laughs> inclusive on this podcast. You know, we don't forget anyone, uh, whether you celebrate or not celebrate, or celebrate everything in general. Um, the measurement is weird. I find the measurement to be very strange. Um, I gotta say that, right? The, the, the kind of like... Um, they call it the SPL framework. The SPL model that I sort of live my life by is, uh, I have to say that, right? January 1st is no different, space-wise, than January 2nd, really. January 2nd is the new year as well. Uh, we turn a page on the calendar and it says 2019 instead of 2018. That's the magic. Like, oh, you know? As a symbol, it's kind of cool, like the symbology, like, oh, New Year, like it feels like you get like this feeling. It's kind of cool. But when you actually think about it, it's really random. The measurement is because we completed one revolution around the sun, right? One exact revolution isn't exactly one year, though that's kind of the problem they have. Um, for, for you to start in one space in orbit and go all the way around, Back to the spot you originally measure from, it's 365.25 days, and that's not even accurate, but that's better accurate. That's more accurate than actual just 365. So 365.25 is wrong as well because you got seconds and minutes and hours. So that's why they add this leap year every fourth year because they're trying to keep it on track, uh, you know, and we rely on them to keep it accurate. So it's sort of arbitrary and not exact, you know, I'm sorry for being a bummer here, but um, I'll put the optimist lens back on and says that every day should be celebrated as it's, you know, one year away from where we were last year. Um, so using the measurement of an orbit revolution around the sun, every day is sort of special and a New Year's resolution can be made every waking day. Uh, plus, it's not really fucking 2018 or 19 or 20, whatever. Uh, no one really knows what that means. We just kind of like, you know, just keep following the thing that's been going on forever. Right? Julian calendar. Um, Julius Caesar and Jesus is essentially what uh, it's based on. Um, Jesus, even it's debated if he was real or not, right? And that's where I lost everyone. Like, I'm going to fucking turn this off. Jesus is real. Like, we don't know. Nobody knows. Um, he wasn't born on the year zero that, you know, is commonly thought of. Uh, he was probably born around, like, 6 BC, I think, 5 BC. Um, and he died, you know, somewhere around 30 to 33 AD. So the usage of the calendar uh, relative to Jesus is weird as well and kind of random. Um, but it's the calendar we use, so it's the game we play. Fine, you know, we, we will play by the game you... Uh, give us it's fine we, you know we do that in multiple scenarios um, the calendar should be like four billion something if we're using the earth as a measurement uh, or just restart this fucking thing in 2008 as being zero because that's when the smartphone came out and changed pretty much everything so we're going into the 11th year really and, and that's really exciting so 11 imagine writing 11. 
uh, it's 11. People would be so confused because you'd put like 12 slash, pick a date, 10 slash 11. Like, what the fuck is that? You're going to think it's 2011 and confuse the shit out of everybody. Um, fuck it. You know what? I want to play another song. Uh, two songs in one podcast. I don't know if I've, I may have done that before. Not counting the uh, outro, of course. Uh, being a renegade here, going against the system. Uh, this song is... but This song I couldn't stop playing this year. I don't know why. Even though it's like two-year-old song. Um, they fucking crushed, destroyed this song. So this song is by Disturbed and it's called The Sound of Silence. Check it out.
I'm not worthy of breaking that song down. I'm not gonna even try. Uh, there's too much awesome in that. Uh, I remember watching a video from an author who wrote a controversial book, and uh, he was asked in an interview how he felt about some of the reactions about his book, and uh, he said something that you know stayed with me for a very long time. He said that he didn't really feel anything, and the interview was like, "What?" And uh, he said that people's reaction with his book is between the reader and the book. He put the book out there uh, so that people can interpret it how they want, and that's their right. Uh, the author has nothing to do with the interpretive framework that they bring into reading the book. Um, there is no objective analysis that can you know, be kind of completed on the book, as it's up to the reader to subjectively interpret what's going on or... Um, what they think the book is about, so that's how I feel about this song. The song is so, so powerful. It's a remake of the Simon and Garfunkel, you know, smash hit. And um, I like this song. I like this version better. Um, he absolutely, you know, crush destroy this song. So uh, he, there, there's a live version because I know a lot of people talk shit about this song, saying he used like a auto tune or uh, some kind of voice enhancement or something. And I thought that about, you know, Aida Nikolichuk, the girl um, I started the podcast with on episode one. They thought about the same thing. Uh, they thought she was cheating as well on that Ukraine's Got Talent episode. And, uh, yeah. So he went on Conan and did the song, a lot, which is crazy. That's fucking... I wish I could see that song live, like, you know. Hopefully they come down to Hawaii or I'm in a spot where they're... You know, and I would do whatever I can to go watch a Disturbed concert live. That sounds like super dope. <laughs> super dope, man. Um, yeah. So, my favorite line in the song, and I have a lot, is, um, And the people bowed and prayed to the neon god they made. So, that's the one that sticks out the most to me. Um... Hopefully you got a line in there somewhere that, you know, really stood out to you as well. Okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm super congested. I can fucking breathe for shit. But I wanted to get this out and uh, to like 55 people that will, you know, listen, whatever. Download it and don't listen. <laughs> I just like tracking uh, the geography and uh, downloads. I can't even track the downloads really. Um, you get like a rough estimate, so... Uh, we'll see how this thing goes. What show is this? Episode 15 in the books. Happy New Year. Go get shit done. I don't know what else to say. I'm done. Blow my nose and fucking take some you know, medicine or whatever. See you around. Uh, keep chugging on. Um, peace. Burned out on the 
Been turning inside out Going deep I find those things that Stand so still I promise to fulfill Just one more lost soul Learning how to be But it's a long Way down When the sky gets dark And the wind is cold Reach out, take a hand Try once more if you can We can walk together into the promised land Cause I've been here A new song From town to town, job to job and heart And it seems so far to go But it's closer than you know So start opening doors And find out where they go Cause it's a long way down When the sky gets dark And the wind is cold Reach out, take a hand Yes, we can walk together into the promised land. Yes, we can walk together into the promised land. Yes, we can walk together into the promised land.